independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's the economy, stupid! Yeah, uh, I think it's fair to say that. Latest polling from Monmouth University! Home of the fighting moths. I don't really think that's their names. <laughs> I just say it could have been. Uh, guess what? If you were a Democrat and you're seeing this, you're going. <laughs> and that was pretty good. I was just guys, you like that? That was, that was my impression of a, of a Democrat not having. <laughs> number one issue, inflation. Crime number two, elections and voting three, jobs and employment I always put that as the same as inflation. I feel it's always the same. Immigration. Number five. Infrastructure six. Abortion. Has dropped down to seven. By the way, approval of Biden's handling of these things. Abortion 31%, just one percentage higher than inflation. Then you got the racial equality, gun control, climate, COVID, student loan. By the way, nobody cares about student loan. Also, when you go look at the Google, right? So they go to the Googly machine. The Googly machine. Abortion has fallen where it was as far as search. Pre-Roe v. Wade decision when it first leaked. Number one thing, inflation, economy, crime. Those things matter, kids. Those things matter. I wouldn't want to be in President Biden's shoes. I I mean, he's got to convince the American people the economy is slowing, that prices are rising, that electricity bills are going through the roof, and that 401ks are crashing because his policies are so good, and the American people aren't believing that. Yeah, John Kennedy makes me laugh, but it's true. And you go and look, and what matters? Because they have tried everything, right, to make this about Trump. Let's make it about Trump. Let's make it about Trump. Let's make everything about Trump. They're evil, they're bad. We'll make it about Trump. MAGA's bad. They're evil, they're bad. Let's just, we'll we'll do this. We're going to demonize a group of people, and we're going to make them all the same. If you support Trump, you might as well be Trump, as far as I'm concerned. Let's make it all that, all the while. Inflation up. Wacky, weird economy. Stock market is slowing down. Rates are rising. People can't afford homes. Now some of the people that have moved in homes may not be able to afford those homes. And, oh, by the way, the border sucks and crime through the roof this race will be decided by the issues that moms and dads worry about when they lie down to sleep at night and can't and that's the economy inflation the open border crime what are my kids learning at school it's not trump and abortion it's not trump and it's not are you sure it's not that Are you positive? Because I'm pretty sure. Yeah. First of all, if you are a Democrat and you're running against Trump, meaning you're using your you're you're attacking the MAGAs and all that kind of stuff, and you're not taking on the things that matter, that is foolish. And I've said this for the Republicans. If you're running on 2020, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Extra idiot. Run on the things that are in front of you. 
that's what happens. Crime is a perfect example. Crime is a perfect example. Crime is up in cities across the country. Big blue cities are feeling the crime. It's almost criminal what they're feeling. Case in point, a lady here, Jillian Rose is her name, just a concerned citizen in Portland. On a virtual city council meeting because COVID, right? Which, by the way, uh, does not appear in any of these like polls like so far down there. Like Casey's like, they're falling out of the top 40 this week. It's COVID because nobody cares. But here's Jillian Rose, right? Talking to Mayor Ted Wheelie Wheeler about, hey, you know, uh, crack is whack, I think somebody once said. And crack is going on everywhere. It's not good look. Cobb Boulevard is full of tents, full of trash, broken down cars and trailers along with an active open drug market where I routinely see people sticking needles in their arms or smoking meth out of aluminum. It's taken over the parking lots meant for commuters um, and it spills out onto the sidewalks as well. So pedestrians don't even have a place to walk. The Springwater Trail, which was once beautiful, is completely taken over as well. Last year, while biking on the trail, my partner was swung at and attacked by one of these people. Oh, that's just part of the fun, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Rose there. This is part of the good time fun. It's not. It's an abomination. It's vile and disgusting, and it's no way to run a city, let alone a country. When you go woke, it goes sideways. Morally, you go broke. But it's, it's a joke. It is an absolute joke to think this. San Francisco is disgusting. Seattle is, in certain parts, just absolutely vile. Cops don't want to work there. People are pissed and angry that they have to step over people who are passed out or dead or crap. Mrs. Rose continues, Jillian Rose, talking to the Portland City Council. My friend is a realtor who just recently lost a deal because the homeless camp popped up in front of the house his clients were about to buy. What if that's how you make a living? Are you going to subsidize that loss for him? My neighbor across the street works at a manual hospital as an occupational therapist. More than half of the cases she sees are homeless who have infections due to drug use or severe burns because they set their, own, their camps on fire or themselves on fire. Who's paying for all that? Yeah. Taxpayers are paying for it, Jillian. Taxpayers. And she says something here that is absolutely spot on. The thing that we have talked about over and over again is if you think you're being kind and compassionate, if you think you're doing the right thing, think again because you're enabling. But it's the reaction of Wheeler here that should piss everybody off, not just in Portland, but nationwide, because many people in cities across the country are seeing this thing start to crop up everywhere where you've got tents everywhere, right? Like it's an REI store. You got crackheads and bums and junkies, and they're wa- and these are not people that I was struggling and 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 you know the housing market forced me to to what? To what? To become a crackhead? To become a drug addict? That's what happens? Mm, I'm thinking no. And I'm not talking about people who have fallen on hard times. I'm not. Other people do not depend on getting off the streets or getting clean. They're there because they have heard about Portland homelessness. They've been enabled. 
And one of the first things you learn about addiction is that it's not compassionate, it's not care, it's cruel. You have to stop enabling this. The $252 million budget going to the Joint Office of Homeless Services is being used. Stop wasting our money and please start being leaders. All right, thank you. You you made your point emphatically clear. Thank you for being here and sharing your perspective. We do appreciate it. You stupid woman. Thank you. $252 million. Somebody's getting paid. And here's the beauty of getting paid with government like that. Oh, it's an industrial complex. You never, ever have to show that you're doing anything. Right? You don't. You don't have to show any of that. Pay yourself a quarter of a million bucks. Pay your buddy 100000 Pay another person 100000 Hire a bunch of just menial workers to do stuff. And you pack some boxes and you go out and you talk to people. And, and you never have to show. And if you get one person off drugs or off the street, you just hold that person up. Put them on a poster. Roll them out every other week. Come on out, do the dance. It's a joke. That's why when we look, the economy, number one, but crime, number two, the Republicans right now, according to this poll. So it's an ask anything poll. Who handles it better? So you can ask anything. 48% say the Republicans handle anything better. 37% say the Democrats do. One other time, there's been a lead this big with the Republicans, and that was way back in the 40s. And based on this and today, you got to say that if they don't do anything stupid, which I'm not saying they won't, because we all know they can, the chances of them not only taking back the House, but the Senate could be big, especially with what's going on. Like, that Oz race is getting rather close, and I think people are scratching their head, but they look over and they're like, there's a guy there who is soft on crime, who doesn't seem to be in a position right now after a stroke to handle things the way he should. You got J.D. Vance and a few others that I think may surprise. And then, of course, you've got, you know, I don't know what's going on in Georgia, but let's just say every time you turn around, uh, you know, Herschel Walker said something or done something that makes you scratch your head, including an abortion thing today, where uh, apparently he paid for an abortion, according to some, including his child, uh, and there's, you know, it's just, you'd think we do better. But the Republicans, you have a chance. Stay with the hits, and you win. If you start playing the deep cuts, you're going to lose. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Are we really this close to nuclear war? It's scary to think how close we are and the fact that really nobody's talking about it. Maybe if we figure if we bury our heads in the sand, it doesn't exist. But uh, we're going to talk about that. Plus, a professor was told he needs to leave his job at NYU. And no, it's not because of something woke. It may be even worse. 323-538-2423. At Chad Minson Show. It's your Twitter. Uh, my pillow right now. He did not get a win yesterday by the Supreme Court, by the way, uh, old Mike. Uh, my pillow has the best sheets around, okay? Percale bed sheets, 250 thread count, incredible. King, queen size, deep discounts on everything. But normally these are 90 bucks. yours $40 right now. 60 money back guarantee. That's pretty awesome. So you're going to get pillow cases, you get the whole nine yards, and normally 90 40 for you right now. you got to take... 
take take an opportunity to grab all these deep deep discounts on all the my pillow products the bed sheets the towels the slippers the my pillow itself the mattress topper all at deep discounts right now go to mypillow.com slash benson mypillow.com slash benson mypillow.com slash benson chad benson show Reverence? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. By the way, guys, just want to tell you this. Very excited to let you guys know today is. Taco Tuesday. But it's also National Taco Day. World may be coming to an end potentially, but you know what? Go out in style with tacos. I don't think that's very nice, Chad. I'm just saying, you know, as, uh, nobody's paying attention to the biggest story in the world. My local show, and we do local stuff, we do national stuff too, but eh, we touch on it once in a while. But I try to in- implore to my to my on-air host uh, partner here, who I love to death, and I always say to him, I say, Kados, it's a big story, man. It's a big story. The world is uh, looking around going, uh, something may happen here. But people who understand what's going on, uh, it's frightening. Over the weekend, I heard two people say, eh, it's about a 15 to 20% chance he uses a nuke. Then I don't know, who was it, Kirby or somebody said, ah, oh, there's a 25% chance. A 25% chance. Let me put this in, 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 in plain English. Not since... The Cuban Missile Crisis, have we been this close to a war that truly may end all wars and everything else? Just soak that up for a second. We're not even pretending anymore about whether or not we're involved. We are absolutely 100% involved. Case in point... The Russians retreating from Le Mans over the weekend, a key transport and logistics hub. Captain Alexander led his men in the liberation of Le Mans. How do you account for this sudden turnaround? We've seen it in Kharkiv, now we're seeing it here in Donbass. He says it speaks to the bravery of our troops and the support of America and others. Yeah, apparently we looked at their plans and we tore them up and say, nope, you're going to do this, 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 this is where you need to go, do this. We're not even pretending. We're not. He can't even hold on to a strip of land of which he doesn't even know what the hell it is. He's like, this it? Maybe, maybe, maybe is, is this ours? Because I just signed a paper that said all of it's ours. Ukraine seized thousands of square miles of territory since going on the offensive, pushing Russian troops back in the northeast and reclaiming parts of the eastern Donbass region, areas Putin illegally annexed on Friday. And amid all the setbacks, a stunning new admission from the Kremlin. They don't even know where the borders of their newly claimed lands are now. No. Here's what I would do. Keep one back channel open, but not with the president. Definitely not with the vice president. Keep one back channel open. Uh, Kirby, you know, uh, Austin, somebody like that. But then the president and the powers that be go straight to China, right? Xi and, and Modi in, in, in India and say, hey, guys, here's the deal. 
If he does something stupid, we're in. So is NATO and pretty much the rest of the globe. So your choice is simple. Are you in? Because if you're in, fantastic. If you're not in, we'll see it as you gave him the thumbs up and you too want to squabble. So choice is yours. Because at this point, nobody's listening. And the only people that might be able to reach him, in particular, Xi. I, I think Erdogan in Turkey has given up. And I don't even know if he's listening to Modi from India. I, so the only one I think is listening to him potentially is Xi. But at this point, I don't think he cares. So they're going to hitch their ride onto that guy. And you're going to find out that that ride you thought was a ride may be an anchor. Which is terrifying. For the world. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to squeeze into. Man, the show's big on a Tuesday. We'll talk more tacos because it is Taco Tuesday. And it's Taco Talk. Uh, a professor. Let go from NYU. Wait do you hear why. It is terrifying. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Breaking news. Here are your Scooby Snacks. That is from the latest uh, Scooby-Doo movie. And Velma is gay. Is that a shocker? No. Like, Fred's kind of gay. Daphne's a hottie, but she's kind of a... We all know these. Who cares? Does it matter? I'm just curious. This is like, well, they couldn't solve any crimes before, but those pesky kids, now that she's a lesbian, we know it's great. She'll solve all kinds of crimes. You guys do know Shaggy and Scooby are stoners, right? Doink, Scoob! Let's hit the pipe! (laughs) Is that why they eat all... That's why they eat all the time. But now it's... It's good. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yesterday, was a, we, we touched on it a little bit, right? And and it was just a smidge. So, Bros came out this past weekend. Right? So, Bros was a, uh, well, it was a, it's a rom-com. It's a gay rom-com. And now, if you don't see it, you're, you're homophobic. And that's according to, you know, the people who made the movie who were upset, right? Because because it's called, and this was hilarious. Uh, what is it? What did they say? Rolling Stone called it one of the uh, greatest comedies of the 21st century. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? 
But it's a gay rom-com. Yeah, but nobody cares. Was it entertaining? If you saw any of the trailers, which I didn't until the other day, and I thought it was a TV show. It was pushed as this movie. You have to see it because of the importance of the movie. It was never pushed out as, hey, this is entertaining and fun. Go see it. The fact that they're gay plays no part in in the humor and the entertainment in this. Oh, there's no star power as they talk about. Right? You usually have to have a little star power, something. Also, as I've said for a very long time, and I'll continue to say this. Uh, hmm, hmm. Oh, it's it's October. That's the scary time. Yeah. But everybody is, 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 is what? Last time I checked. Let's see here. Oh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. That was a movie about two gay men. It was not a rom-com. It was romance. Did you see it? I did not see it. I also didn't see the Bridges of Madison County and many other rom-coms because why it's awful but that won an academy award and that was praised and it made 170 million dollars it's not because you're homophobic variety pointed out it's not because that's a bunch of baloney you had no star power you pushed the importance of the movie not the entertainment when is hollywood going to wake up and understand it's because everybody's homophobic the gays didn't go see the damn movie Because you push the importance of it. People want to be entertained. That's it. Make it entertaining. Stop telling me what I need to watch and why I need to watch it. You guys are so out of touch with the rest of the world. You think because the wokeness of New York and San Francisco and Manhattan is not the rest of the country. It's not. So if you want, make movies strictly for the the people there and then stream it. And if they want to watch it, they'll watch it. And for the rest of us, make movies that are entertaining. That's all we want. I don't need Thor to be a girl, right? I don't. Make it entertaining. That's not what Thor is. Anybody who holds the hammer. We're getting over that, right? We're going to do the same thing. I don't see anybody going, hey, oh, my God, look, I can see Wonder Woman's balls. Well, that's because Wonder Woman's decided she's a man. I can't believe you said that. I did. Enough. Right? Get over it. Make it entertaining. But instead, you want to preach, and this is what you get. You get $4 million at the box office. (laughs) And everybody going, I don't know why it didn't work. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. You can tweet at us. And I love Forbes came out and said diversity is an added value element, but it can't be the whole pitch. And that's the truth. If you make it, look, this movie's super diverse, but is it entertaining? No, it's just very diverse, but is it entertaining? No, it's just really diverse. Like we got all the diversity, but, but, but is it entertaining? No, it's very diverse. It doesn't sound exciting. 
diversity for diversity's sake doesn't work. And at the end of the day, it will fail. Organic and natural and real, it works. Just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Imagine this, if you will. You're a professor, not just any professor. You're at NYU, but you're retired, and you've come back to teach, to to bless upon thy youth knowledge. You're throwing some knowledge down to the youths of America. And you're doing it because you feel you got something to give. Maitland Jones, Jr., professor of chemistry at Princeton University. He retired in 2007. But he began teaching organic chemistry uh, on an adjunct basis. Not anymore. NYU's fired him. Why is that? Well, let me give you a background of this guy. Uh, the father of organic chemistry is what he's called. His textbook, the fifth print, is 1,300 pages long. If you want to be a doctor, this may be the single most important class that you get through. This course here is what it's all about. But it was too hard. So we had to write a professor. And he wouldn't do anything, so we had to write to Dean. And we're like, Dean, this is too hard. He's asking questions. He wants us to read. Yeah. He said, look, uh, they weren't trying. They become disengaged, anxious. And as a you know, he says, look, part of that has to do with the pandemic. But he goes, they also weren't coming to class. They weren't watching the videos. He spent $5,000 of his own money to do videos to help them pass their classes. He goes, they weren't even watching those, of which those videos NYU still has. The New York Times even came out and said, oh, this can't be good for America or anywhere else. No. It's crazy. They, the dean bowed down and started letting kids drop out of the class, right, retroactively. So going back, so they didn't even have anything on here. He said they didn't even understand the questions. They couldn't comprehend. If you can't comprehend the questions, no for you being a doctor. New York Times wrote about it as well. Say, Organic chemistry is the bane of medical students everywhere, precisely because it's such a hard class. But many doctors would argue that point. The class is designed to act as an effective gatekeeper, preventing underqualified students from entering the field of medicine. So 82 of his 350 students signed a petition. Well, that's not everybody. No, it's not. It's not even close. Right? It's like 23% or something like that. Signed signed this. But it was loud enough to make them uncomfortable. One person said, this article made my skin crawl. Alice Dreger said, a bio, uh, uh, what is she, a a biothesist and a former professor of medical humanities. We aren't going to end up with good doctors by letting undergrad pre-meds pass organic chem because universities want to protect their U.S. rankings. And their feelings. Stop giving in. Stop giving in to people 
who bitch, whine, and moan. That's how you get political correctness run amok. That's how you get students going, I just am struggling so much. Somebody help me. Well, uh, you can, uh, I can teach you more. I've got videos. I'll give you less quizzes. I'll help you with everything. No, I was thinking about somebody else making you pass me. Where else would you like that? What if we said, hey, guys, our pilot today only likes to fly uh, close to the ground by the freeway. And uh, when we put him through the simulator and it got bumpy, he cried and said this is not for him. But he wanted his pilot license, so we had to do that. Oh, I, I wouldn't like that. No, you wouldn't like that. You wouldn't. Nobody would. No, nobody would. Because when it comes down to it, we want the best when the best is really called for. You want somebody operating on your brain, you want the best, right? You you want that person like, that guy's amazing. She's awesome. She's incredible. That dude's going to get it done. You want that guy? It's like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's Pilot Smith over there. If the w- if the wings fall off, he's going to land the plane safely. Over there, if we get a bump, this person didn't cope well in that situation, and uh, we're probably going to crash. Yeah, you want the best, and this is what we're doing now, and we're okay with it apparently. I I have no idea. It's a sad state that we're in. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text the program love hearing from every single one of you Lear Capital what is Lear Capital imagine this imagine if you will a situation where inflation is up the markets are all over the place you're looking at your four hundred one k and your IRN stuff start to dwindle and you're like I don't know what to do that's where you go and say what's that Lear thing again Chad precious metals a way to hedge yourself in the inflationary world by just checking out my buddies over at Lear Capital, L-E-A-R, Chad. Simple and easy. You go over there, they're going to send you a free investor kit along with a free Kennedy silver half dollar, silver, ooh, and talk to them. That's it. Not a hard pitch on how you can take a fraction of what you have and protect it and still have upside potential. Check them out by going to learchad.com, L-E-A-R-C-H-A-D.com, learchad.com, learchad.com. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. Man, National Taco Day today. I want to remind everybody that normally Tuesdays are just a great day to have tacos because the whole taco and Tuesday thing. But it is National Taco Day. So grab yourself a taco. Last night I watched uh, the football game, got home, watched a little bit of it, and uh Missed the part where the guy ran on the field with his pink canister running around. And uh, it was funny because there's two broadcasts going on. You have Eli and Peyton doing their wacky fun broadcast. And then you have the broadcast, right? You know, Joe Buck and and, and Aikman doing their thing. Uh, and then 
it happened, right? So what happens in sports now? We turn away automatically. We don't want to give that person any press whatsoever. We've got a visitor on the field here. Can we rewind that? Eli, can you do the tablet on this uh, streaker on the field? No? <laughs> All right. So he's like, what do you mean? Well, so we can't, we can't watch it? Right, because they're 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 just having fun. If you've not seen them, it's Eli and Peyton Manning, and they're just BSing through the game. And they have on guests, and they BS, and they laugh, and they have a good time. Uh, you know, they're just they're just talking. It's 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 kind of what the world wants, right? Like they're reacting to the game like a reaction video. They're not broadcasting the game, if you will. But a, a nice a nice hit though, right? It was a nice legal hit. So they're talking about something happened, right? He got hit. Right now, I love what Peyton does here. Yeah, I thought we could show that. Yeah, I understand. I think we could. You know, yeah, they don't want to talk I, about it. I understand it. the A team couldn't show it, but the B team, like, we should be able to show that. Yeah, the B team, us. Like, nobody cares about us. We're having a good time. This should be the thing we do show. Okay. So they let him. Okay, that's why, why, here you go. Hey, oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. Nice. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner. Bobby. A veteran, right? Get him down. Now get out and tackle. let these guys take over. Oh, Bobby Wagner. Veteran play. Veteran play. I go back and hearken to the days of a man by the name of Mike Curtis, a legend in the NFL, and uh, also a Monday night game. Uh, he did something where he laid out a fan, and he talked about it. We're winning. Our momentum is significantly better than Miami's. And here comes Mr. Fan, <clears throat> who wants to join in the momentum. Oh, I don't know what he's, but anyway, he was smashed. So he comes running out on the field, great lark, picks up the ball. When I saw him pick it up, I immediately ran over there and knocked him down. Not to hurt him, but to knock him down, get the ball back, get in the game, get rid of his rear end, period. I didn't think it was a joke that I was working out there. A lot of other guys might think it's a joke to see a fan run out there. To me, it was my job. Now, this is the funny part. So he does. He lays the guy out, too, man. That guy, he, he, would, he was what they would say, he got decleated. <laughs> And the dude was laughing, too, had a big mustache, super 1970s mustache, the ball's flying everywhere. He's laughing because he's laid out. So they talk, uh, you know, what happened after the game, right? Now, I love this because they're going to throw some politics in it. Remember, this is the 70s. And after the game, two or three of us were angry. Bubba Smith and I went, went to Mike. We said, you shouldn't have done that, Mike. You make us all look bad. He said, that guy broke a city ordinance, and I enforced it. And if he comes back out there again, I'll hit him again. He, uh, he was a little to the right of Attila the Hun. But Mike is somewhere to the right of uh, Mussolini uh, in his political views. <laughs> <laughs> he broke a city ordinance, and I held him to it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Some of you are texting in and uh, tweeting in, uh, which is totally cool. Again, love and hate. I'm fine with either. But if you're going to start a conversation, I don't know how many times I have to tell you guys. If you start a conversation, uh, just say, hey, I think you're wrong, and then we can go from there. If you're only interested in telling me what a POS I am, uh, stand in line with everybody else. I don't know how many times a day I get called Nazi. I'm still not quite sure about that one. That one makes me laugh. You're a Nazi. Based on what? The color of your skin. I'm like, that's, that's, that's what it's based on now? The color of your skin? Yeah, the color of your skin. <sighs> I swear. I, it just, it's incredible. But feel free. A lot of people texting about Florida. People sending me their pictures. Uh, and it's crazy. A lot of people asking about that movie, Bros. Why didn't it do so well? 
Uh, maybe it just wasn't very good. Well, you can't say that anymore in this time. Maybe it just wasn't very good. No, it can't be very good. It's because you guys are all homophobic. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. To Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What matters to you? What matters to all of us? That's the reality. How do you? Yeah. You know, how do you get elected? Right. How do you sell a product? How do? What? What is it? Well, you, you got to find out what makes the people tick. Right. Different times, different things. Blockbuster was big once. It's not around anymore. We didn't stop watching movies. We just changed the way we do it. Now we stream stuff, right? We YouTube it. You got to find out what makes the people tick. That's what's going on now. What makes the people tick? Well, you got to listen to what the people are talking about. Not what your, 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 your handlers are saying, right? So if you've got, if you're a politician, you got 12 people. Oh, they think you're talking about this. Dude, you got to get out. You got to meet people. What are you talking about? Well, you're sitting at home at night. You're like, hey, let's all talk about abortion. Nah, you're not. Right? You're hanging out with your friends. Like, hey, guys, let's talk about a bunch of abortion. No, nah, you're probably not. Let's talk about climate change. Well, if you're a single issue voter and that's you're 23 and you don't have any responsibilities where you only have to pay for, you know, your lattes, eh, it might be a big issue for you. If you're 37, if you're 45, if you're 60, you got a business, right? You're you're in business. You've got whatever it is. Eh, things change. Latest poll: inflation number uno, crime number two, election of voting three, jobs and employment four. Number five with a bullet, as Casey would say, up five with a bullet. Immigration. Yeah, because immigration's a nightmare. It really, really is. Not that legal immigration is a nightmare. Illegal immigration is a nightmare. They've done nothing to fix it. Now, you can play the game that, that the likes of Chuck Schumer play. Democrats have had majority control here in D.C. for almost two years now, and still there has been no significant progress on any immigration legislation in the Senate. I asked Chuck Schumer why that's the case. Republicans don't want to do immigration reform, even on something as simple as DACA, which has the overwhelming support of the American people. Republicans are blocking it. Really? Really? Yeah. Hey, Chuck, uh, you guys remember when Trump wanted his wall? And you guys were offered a lot for that, including more DACA recipients. You guys remember that? Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Pelosi and Schumer say they have a deal with Trump to replace DACA. And then you guys wandered away. He offered you more. 
All he wanted was this wall, a wall of which you're kind of building now. You're not interested in it because the game you play is enjoyable. But what happens if maybe they shift? Because the whole thought process was Republicans do it for what? Well, the, you know, uh, Chamber of Commerce, because they, uh, we need cheap labor, right? We need cheap labor. If you guys can do this, you know, we'll make sure you guys get, you know, uh, just turn your, just turn the blind eye. Let it happen. And the Democrats are like, man, we're going to have a bunch of people come here and we're going to have a built-in class of people that will always vote for us. Everybody felt, well, it's kind of a win-win. But then people started going, well, yeah, there's too many people here, both right and left, the average person. I'm not talking about the crazies and the extremes on both sides. Like, it's open borders or it's nobody. No, I'm not talking about those. But here's something, and I've said this over and over. If the Democrats found out today that the Latino people, it's Latinx, it's not. So stop it. If they found out that half of them would start voting Republican? Chuck Schumer's like, we need to build a wall. Damn those DACA kids. We need to build a wall. Is it happening? Maybe. Maybe. In conservative stronghold states like Texas, signs of a political shift among Latino voters, with more now leaning Republican. Our poll found that the top issues for Latinos was actually the cost of living. We see that prices are through the roof. And we want to know what people are going to do to help put that burden down. Yeah. To help put that burden down. Cost of living. Why? Because they're not a voting block of people that don't have a say outside of their skin color and immigration. No. They're like everybody else. They're Americans. And guess what? It's affecting them. It's not that there's a Latino discount. No. They're looking around going, this sucks. By the way, they're also not thrilled by the wokeness. And we also forget that, especially uh, first generation, like my grandfather, was born and raised in Mexico, spoke very little English. He came to this country. He loved this. He loved being American. It was the greatest thing ever, 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 ever. He's the, it's the greatest thing ever. Where a guy with a third, maybe fourth grade education built a massive business. But was not a fan of abortion and was not a fan of open borders. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't like high taxes. He loved capitalism. This is... There's a lot of that, and people don't realize that. This first generation is a lot more conservative than a second and third generation that maybe has gone to college. But even so, they're looking around going, well, hold on a second. This is not, this is not America. You're crazy wokeness. You, you, you're, you're fine with open borders, and, and you're cracking down on, on, you know, you're hurting the little guy more than anybody else. No, no, no. That's now backed up by a new NBC News Telemundo nationwide survey of Latino voters showing support for a Republican-controlled Congress jumped five points in just the past two years. 
we're not just going to blindly vote in one particular direction. We're going to vote in the direction of folks who are going to be paying attention to the issues that are important to us. As I got older and smarter, I said, hey, this, this guy doesn't work for me. Yeah. And you're finding a lot more of that. God bless them. For seeing the light. Somewhere out there, the Republicans have gotten in their mind that because somebody's a person of color, that they're off limits to try to campaign for. They've given up. They did it with 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 with, with, with black Americans, and you know they're they they've somewhat did it with this with with a group of people that thought, well, they just let him here, and you know, the, no, they don't want that. They want to talk issues. They don't want to talk about crap that doesn't matter. It's in front of you. And I've been saying this for a long time. Keep to the issues. Play the hits. Don't go deep. You ever go to a concert and you're excited. You can see the band you've always wanted to see. You love them. And instead of playing their eight hits or 12 hits, sprinkled in with some other stuff and maybe a cover or two, they want to go deep into their tracks and they never play one song you want to hear. That's Republicans. They're going deep in the tracks for a lot of them. They're going back 2020. Don't do it. Stay off that road. Focus on the hits. Play the hits. I talked to uh, uh, the lead singer of Loverboy. <laughs> and he was out on tour with Pat Benatar. And I go, what do you guys play? He goes, oh, we play as our hits. Nobody, nobody wants to see anything else we do. It's all we play. We just play our hits. We go out there and play our hits. I go, what does she play? She goes deep into her stuff. And people are like, yeah, just play your hits. Yeah. You're at the fair. Play your hits. That simple. Play them. Marisa Morentin lives in Phoenix, Arizona. How is it that you feel as a voter? Uh, taken advantage of. It's a state that had been reliably Republican, but has now turned into a swing state. In 2020, it went for President Biden. Marisa voted Democrat back then, but now says she's not so sure. I feel like the Democratic National Party looks at my demographics and assumes that I'm going to vote for them. I'm a Latina woman that historically has been the party's bread and butter. Yeah, but yeah, but you're brown, so you have to vote for us. That's in the rule book. No, screw the rule book. Go out and talk about jobs. Go out and talk about, look, stuff's too damn high. Go out and talk about the things that matter because it matters to them. It matters to all of us. It matters to all of us. It's not hard. We make politics hard because we listen to people shout, whine, bitch, and moan on Twitter. They got a blue check mark. They're important. They get too much play. What's important? Guess what? What's important for a black American? It's important for a Latino American. It's important for a white American. It's important for everybody. And it's the economy. People want to feel safe. They want to feel like they have an opportunity to make money. They want to make sure their kids go to good schools. It's not hard. But I always laugh because I watch politicians and I'm like, man, it's amazing that some people out there can make something that's so easy look so difficult. But they do.
Latinos are the largest, fastest growing group of voters. Mm -hmm. Latino voters represent, make up about one out of ten voters. But they're also very unhappy. I mean, the pandemic hit them very hard. The economy is hitting them very hard. Inflation is hitting. They are unhappy about the job quality. And if you see the, the main issues Latino care about, yeah. they are right there. Economy, the job quality. So, uh, yeah, this is a concern. And this can make things very difficult for Democrats. And also, the way Republicans are gaining space in that gap between Democratic, Democrats and, and, and Republicans. Yeah. And our president could play the games that he plays and the border's not open and he could go out and say the most insane things that you could think of because you know he's Puerto Rican. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasures. They spent a lot of time in the northern part of the state. Uh, what? The Puerto Rican community? You were raised in the Puerto Rican community? I'm going to fact check that one with a lie. <laughs> By the way, just to let you know, there were 2,100 people who were either born in Puerto Rico or Puerto Rican descent. In 1970, that accounted for less than 1% of the state's population. But I was raised there. Keep pandering and see what it gets you. And if you keep giving into it, you're going to get what you get. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, tweet, text. Love hearing from all of you. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Free bag of Rough Greens. No obligation other than cover the cost of shipping. You pay for the shipping, they send you a bag, it's a win-win. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff delivered right to you, and you just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. They don't even tell you to go out and get special dog food. Keep the food the same, just add this amazing powder mix right on top of it, and let it do its work. For my older dog, Doodle, bad hips, bad joint pain, no problem now. Tons of energy, healthier and happier. Try it. Try it right now. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Little what's trending straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mmm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the webs of the internet. The net, 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 net. Uh, let's start with uh, Twitter. National Taco Day. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong, and then somebody that's wrong, and you're racist. 
Is it uh, Sulgui? Sulgui? I don't know. Red Velvet Sulgui makes her, uh, or Guy, makes her solo debut. Yom Kipper. Velma, we talked about it earlier. If you guys haven't seen, Velma's now a lesbian from Scooby-Doo. And, and before, her powers of deduction and reason were not fully together until she coupled up with somebody, apparently. Or it doesn't matter. Good God. Stop preaching to us, you dumbasses. Puerto Rico. If you guys didn't hear, we played it earlier. Uh, Joe Biden, our president, is Puerto Rican. <laughs> You know, when I was younger, I was raided with a bunch of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Say that anywhere today and try not to laugh. <laughs> Whatever he said, it was so stupid. You are an idiot, sir. How does nobody say, look, whatever you do, don't talk about you being Puerto Rican or black or gay or just go out and just deliver the damn thing. No more trending thing yesterday on Google. Uh, 49ers. Cactus Plant Flea Market was number two. What is that? That's the McDonald's Happy Meal for adults. You can get that now on sale. Black Panther 2. Want me to ruin some for you? It's a girl. North Korea, still angry at the Sea of Japan, fired a ballistic missile yesterday. Right over it. Right, right over it. Right into the Sea of Japan. Sometimes I think, you guys, Japan's got to be like, you guys have never seen any of our movies, right? When you do that, there's a giant lizard that lives in the bottom of the ocean. You're going to piss him off, and he's going to wake up, and he's going to come over, and we're going to tell him, we didn't do it. It was that guy, the little guy with the bad haircut. Go kick his ass. And Champions League's trending today because Champions League soccer is back. And Billy Eicher is also trending big time. Uh, he is upset because nobody went and saw his movie, Bros, which is uh, a rom-com. Nobody saw it. But they did see Smile, which is a horror movie, because it's October. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's getting ugly over there. It's getting uncomfortable, as I like to say. It's getting uncomfortable. Uh, when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, Elon Musk is like, they should just give him the land. No, they shouldn't, Elon. Sorry. Focus on the things that matter, right? Free Twitter, according to Joe Rogan, your tweets, your texts back and forth to each other. But, you know, getting us to Mars, things like that. Uh, stay out of this. This isn't your, your, your zone. Uh, he's a bad guy. But, Chad, you know, th those you sympathists out there like, well, Putin this and we did that and we pushed him. You know what? You still have to make like a frog and leap. And we act like if we, oh, uh, we, yeah, I will tell you this right now, Iran. 
Those you guys not keeping score. Also efforting to get a nuclear weapon. Is blaming us for all of the unrest that's going on over there. No. Are we making it? I don't say worse, but are we, we, we turning up the heat? Oh, there's no doubt we are. Through social media, through, you know, uh, making sure that people understand, organize, get out there. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah. But they, they baited him. I love that. They baited uh, him to, to go and fight. Uh, he doesn't need to be. What happened? To, like, I always go back to this. I'm like, so Crimea, that was our fault. Yeah. And then people try to explain it. I was like, really? Right. Uh, what about several of the other places he's gone and fought? Was was that also our fault? Oh, there's no doubt that we all play games. You don't think Russia? It's funny. Russia has been here since who knows when doing what? False information, disinformation, bots everywhere, stirring up heat. Oh, yeah, yeah, they've done that too. All of us do it to one another. Hell, I remember a few years ago, the 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 Israelis were caught spying on us. <laughs> we all spy on each other. We all play the game. The reality is, though, he's a beast that if he got his way, is not interested. And he said it. He said it a dozen years ago. I'm not interested in your form of democracy or freedom. He's not. And they have troubles. And he also has nuclear weapons. And that's scary. Ukraine seized thousands of square miles of territory since going on the offensive, pushing Russian troops back in the northeast and reclaiming parts of the eastern Donbass region, areas Putin illegally annexed on Friday. And amid all the setbacks, a stunning new admission from the Kremlin. They don't even know where the borders of their newly claimed lands are now. Yeah, that's also a bad thing. Because he's threatening to fight us all with nuclear weapons. Uh, he doesn't even know where where this begins. Negotiations. Are there any? Because we've heard it. We've heard how bad it's getting and how uncomfortable it's getting. And we should be paying more attention. We should. Are we? There are growing fears that Putin may take more desperate steps. This week, issuing a thinly veiled threat that Russia may use nuclear weapons to defend the newly annexed regions. This is not a bluff, he said. The White House now more worried than at any point in this war. Yeah. Think about that. More worried than at any point. Pundits over the weekend. Big, big time pundits. Pundits who've seen war, who've seen battle, who's commanded militaries say it's anywhere between a 10 and a 25 percent chance that this guy is going to launch something think about that think about if it's a 25 percent chance that means one in four possibility that he will launch a nuclear attack albeit something that is battlefield ready but let's talk about that So when you look at uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they're what, 15 kiloton? These are one kiloton to 50 kiloton. So potentially three times the size of that. 
he could take out a couple blocks in a city. He could take out the entire city, and he's not even got to the big stuff. Not even close. We should pay more attention. We're not. Maybe we put our head in the sand. We're like, eh, you know, it's not. It's over there. It's not here. Well, if something was to happen, guess what? It's on. And by the way, we can pretend that it's over there. And in a way, the fighting is. But uh, we're all in. The Russians retreating from Leman over the weekend, a key transport and logistics hub. Captain Alexander led his men in the liberation of Leman. How do you account for this sudden turnaround? We've seen it in Kharkiv. Now we're seeing it here in Donbass. He says it speaks to the bravery of our troops and the support of America and others. Yeah, because what happened was they're like, here's our plans. And they're like, hold on a second. Throw those away. This is what you're going to do. Here's the weapons you need to do it. Here's where they're going to be. Have fun. Oh, yeah. We're all in now. And we have told him, look, we won't go nuclear. But we will go conventional. And our convention will look like this. Every single soldier, every equipment, every military personnel, every person that is in Ukraine, and that includes Crimea, we are going to destroy. We are going to sink your entire Black Sea fleet. And if you put anything in the sky, we will destroy everything you have. So if you think it's tough fighting these guys and gals now, imagine what that's going to look like conventionally. Now, he could go bigger nuclear, but I think we should remind him what you don't know we have is what should worry you. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I found this interesting yesterday. Uh, if you guys didn't see it, it was all over uh, throughout parts of the day. The U.S. Women's Soccer League, they did an in-depth study about what the hell is going on. What the hell is going on? And I will tell you, uh, not shocking. At all. Not shocking at all over the fact that they found systemic problems. Sexism, uh, sexual harassment. And by the way, not just male coaches. There were female coaches as well. It's an ugly, ugly report about what is happening. And it's sad. It's, it's, it's absolutely sad on some of the cases because much like... The church. Remember one of the things we've always talked about here, right? It's it's the badge, right? The NFL, what are they doing? They're trying to protect the badge right now. Why? They had a guy knocked absolutely stupid last week who shouldn't have been in the game and seemed to be in the game based on the blessings of the NFL. Protect the badge, circle around, fire that guy. It's everybody else's fault. The church, protect it. Protect the church at all costs. Move around, move around. Well, it's the same thing here. Protect, 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 protect. In cases where coaches were fired, you know, they were, you know, the reasons for the firing were, were hushed up. There was no accountability. There were no consequences. And they were allowed to just simply move on to the next job that came along. So it, w- it was really kind of a consequence-free zone that existed uh, within the sport, within the NWSL. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. 
It really is because you had a lot of these these women, and I coached the last time I coached club. I coached uh, under fourteen and under sixteen girls, and you know they love the game as much as the guys do. Uh, the reality is, though, is you know it was it was a burgeoning game for the girls, and we're we're ahead of the rest of the world, and partly because we we empower our women to play sports. You watch the World Cup, you watch the Olympics. I will tell you this: almost every one of those women for those countries around the globe, almost all of them, come here to the United States to finish out their high school and to go on to college because the chances for them getting to a certain place is so much greater here. So we do that. Now, they're saying, ah, oh, we did the best we could. Here's the reality. You didn't. Just like you didn't do with with the likes of, of, of the gymnastics, you, you, you didn't do it here. You didn't protect. Right? You didn't protect. And it's one thing when they say, the coach is mean and he yells at me. That's not the same some of the stories you're hearing about what took place and it is and you would think i gotta protect right i gotta protect the players just like if i if i'm in the nfl this is my product man i gotta protect that this is a human being but it's also the, the the how this goes it goes sideways it's bad so but they didn't. They didn't protect the human being, and they didn't protect the product. I think of the two, the, the transparency is going to be the easier part. I think there's, there's a real push for better reporting uh, within the NWSL and to the USSF so that when a coach is fired, people know why. There, there's, there's no hiding behind nondisclosure agreements or, you know, you know, press releases that kind of wash, you know, where the teams kind of wash their hands of, of what happened to the coach. Yeah. And that's what was happening. And that's not a shocker because we live in a world like that where it's more important about the badge. It's more important about the industry that you're in. It's more important about protecting certain things than actual transparency. And that's a sad thing. It is. And you, you did a disservice. You're trying to build something and you did a disservice. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us, text the program, uh, Raycon, best year buds around. Love my Raycons, wear them every day. Do a lot of editing, uh, watch, uh, like I'll watch some soccer a little bit later, and I'll have my Raycons on. And so I have three amazing modes. I have my, just the regular mode, right? And then I have my awareness mode, where I can really hear what's going on around me, but I can hear also whatever it is I'm watching or listening to. Then I have my isolation mode, where I'm hyper-focused, and that's all I'm listening to, or it's all I'm watching. It's incredible. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, the best earbuds around. And what separates them? First of all, the price, half the price of other premium audio brands. But what I love about them is the fit. And the fit is second to none. Right now, say 15% for the best earbuds around. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! 
You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Well, I was born to call Miner's daughter in a cabin on a hill in Butcher Holler. Uh, we were the great Loretta Lynn passed away, 90 years old. How cool is it that, first of all, lived a great life, 90 years. Uh, even had an album that came out March of last year. But how cool is it that your life and your talent got somebody else something? Because got Sissy Spacek an Academy Award. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. 90 years young. Loretta Lynn passed away. Uh, we were talking about all kinds of stuff. Midterms not too far away. And one of the things about midterms that's interesting is the chaos and craziness of people who go after each other over wacky stuff and or say wacky stuff. Case in point, Herschel Walker and his son. So his son has come out today and it's a developing story. Christian Walker, an outspoken conservative with a large social media following, tweeted every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office, saying that his father chose to air out all of his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it. Yeah, and he's been caught on numerous occasions. And quite frankly, I mean, when you listen to him, you think, oh, God, you know, it's like how. But apparently he paid for an abortion is now the thing being super pro-life. Did he or didn't he pay for something that was an abortion? That's the question. The former NFL player quickly denied the allegations, tweeting, this is a flat-out lie, and I deny this in the strongest possible terms. The Daily Beast says the woman, who asked not to be identified for privacy reasons, provided a receipt she says is from the clinic, a get-well card she said was from the Heisman Trophy winner, and an image of a check that appears to be from Walker for $700. Okay. Here's what I would say if I'm Walker. I give money to lots of people, right? I know her. I'm famous. Uh, I know what she was going through. Uh, and I helped her out. She didn't tell me what was going on. She said she had an issue. And that's it. His son. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. Everything has been a lie. Everything. You have no idea what me and my mom have survived. We could have ended this on day one. We haven't. I haven't told any stories. You're telling one now, kids. I'll tell you that right now. You don't seem very thrilled by it. So, uh, yeah. But he's been caught, right, about kids he had, didn't have. Uh, But if you're Herschel Walker and you're in Georgia, you just bring your Heisman to every place you go. (laughs) Let me tell everybody what it's like. Producer Anthony lived there. He knows, right? He's not a football fan, right? But you're in Georgia. It's Bulldog Country. 1980, he uh, played 11 games, rushed for 1,600 yards, 15 TDs, national championship. Oh. 1981, almost 1,900 yards, 18 TDs on the ground, two in the air. 1982, 1,752 yards. One touchdown on the ground, 16, I mean, 16 on the ground, one in the air, and a Heisman Trophy. 
He's a god there, a legend. <laughs> People will probably go, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But you could just say, prove that I did it. I gave somebody a $700 check. Does that prove anything? No. But that's where we are. And if you don't like Herschel Walker, you automatically run and say, oh, my God, look, he's done something. If you do like Herschel Walker uh, because he got you a Heisman, you're going to be like, he got me a Heisman. <laughs> he got us a national championship. Because that's the way I think some people are looking at this. That's how we do it now. Why not? If Dr. Oz has a chance, why not? Herschel Walker. I mean, let's not forget, our former president was the star of The Apprentice. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text at the program. Love hearing from all of you. Just every time you go somewhere, just bring your Heisman. That's all you got to do. Just bring your Heisman. Just That's it. I mean, it's there's nothing politically to it because it's a popularity contest at this point. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We are five weeks. Count them down, big five weeks till the midterm. Some America. I've said it over and over again. Both sides can snatch the uh, uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. It's kind of like, I'll use a sports analogy. I like using those because I think sports is one of those things. It's actually real world. There's stuff going on. It's not pre-planned. And, uh, which is simply this. The team that's hottest at the end is, is the team that's going to win. It's not, it's not always the team that's the best. It's the team that at that moment in time is the hottest. And right now, that momentum that was there, say, two months ago for the Democrats, uh, six weeks ago, is fading. And now reality setting in, uh-oh, this isn't going to be good. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. What matters to America? The latest Monmouth University poll inflation, number one, 82%. Crime, 72%. Election and voting, 70%. Jobs, unemployment, immigration, infrastructure is above abortion. Student loan debt, way at the bottom. COVID pandemic. Is anybody paying attention? Climate change. Here's the thing, a Biden's approval rating on these things. Inflation, 30%. Crime, 32%. Election, 43%. Jobs, 43%. Immigration, I don't know who the 31% of you are, but you're high. It's not even close. But none of them are close to being over 50%. It's ugly. Disapprove right now, 54%. Approve, 38% overall ratings and the trend is going up right now it's very interesting 
Uh, I saw this on CNN and here in Monmouth. It's a very interesting when you look at when asked anything, nothing's off the board. Who do you trust more, Republicans or Democrats? Republicans are the Demis. Who do you trust more? 48% to 37%. The last time it was this high was only once was higher. And that was going back to the 40s, I think. Outside of that, it's never been anywhere close to this high at this stage of the game for midterms. So if you are the Democrats, you can talk abortion, you can talk all of those things. The reality is a majority of Americans say uh, it's important to have the preferred party in control of Congress. And right now, that preferred party seems to be the Republicans. Now, anything could change. Let's not uh, uh, pretend that it can't. One of the other ones, though, I found in there was crime. Crime is a big deal. There's no doubt about it, both at a national level and talking points and at a local level. Okay? Both of those things are important. Both of those things. Our good buddy and yours, Senator John Kennedy. If we want to get control of this crime problem that we have, we're going to have to do a couple of things. Number one, we're going to have to hire more cops. New Orleans, in my state, needs 2,000 cops on the street. We've got less than 1,000. Number two, we're going to have to pay our cops. You're not going to get cops to work in this woke environment without paying them. Number three, our and this might be the most important, our political leaders need to stand behind our cops. Yeah. Absolutely. Here in Phoenix, where I live, uh, we are woefully short when it comes to police. It's not even close. I mean, and nobody is going to the academy. They just upped the pay for starting police officers by $20,000. That's how desperate they are. And I've got a friend here, Jamie, who is usually be here a little bit later today. He is he's he was he's been in law enforcement his entire adult life. Uh, just a great guy. He's a police officer who uh, has left the field now. And his job is to work hard to retain police officers who want to retire. Or move to a very small city laterally rather than stay in a big city and big city crime is everywhere and it's ugly. It is. It's not pretty. Case in point, my good friends, in beautiful Portland, at least beautiful-ish. This last week, all right, virtual council meeting, because we can't get together anymore, uh, Ted Wheeler talking to resident Jillian Rose, because, you know, crime! Pub Boulevard is full of tents, full of trash, broken down cars and trailers along with an active open drug market where I routinely see people sticking needles in their arms or smoking meth out of aluminum. It's taken over the parking lots meant for commuters um, and it spills out onto the sidewalks as well. So pedestrians don't even have a place to walk. The Springwater Trail, which was once beautiful, is completely taken over as well. Last year, while biking on the trail, my partner was swung at and attacked by one of these people. Yeah, yeah. 
So there she is talking to Wheeler and everybody up there, all the yahoos up there. Hey, look what's going on, guys. This area is an open drug den. We're not even pretending anymore. And there's a couple places you can go on Twitter, just type in Portland wackiness, essentially, and it comes up. And you can, the places she's talking about, you can see people fighting in the street. You can see people laying there with needles in their arm. You see all of the things that you're like, that can't happen in a major city like this. It can and does. That's not a winning argument. If you're a Democrat, especially nationwide and at the city level, because even people who are pro-choice and climate change go, you know what sucks? Being robbed all the time. Not being able to let my kids play at the park. That sucks, too. My friend is a realtor who just recently lost a deal because the homeless camp popped up in front of the house his clients were about to buy. What if that's how you make a living? Are you going to subsidize that loss for him? My neighbor across the street works at a manual hospital as an occupational therapist. More than half of the cases she sees are homeless who have infections due to drug use or severe burns because they set their own their camps on fire or themselves on fire. Who's paying for all that? Yeah. Jillian Rose is her name. She is a resident in Portland. She she kind of basically tells everybody and the city council, look, you guys do realize your job that you're doing isn't just kind of crappy. It's beyond crappy. It's like double crapasaurus rex. That's what you guys have created here. Not a winning argument anymore. Sorry, crime doesn't pay for politicians. This soft on crime BS, by the way, is not fair to the taxpayers. It's not fair to law abiding citizens and damn sure isn't fair to the people who've got problems like drug abuse where you just go, oh, we're going to usher it along. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You're just making lifestyle choices. And I'm not talking about people who have fallen on hard times. I'm not. Other people do not depend on getting off the streets or getting clean. They're there because they have heard about Portland homelessness. They've been enabled. And one of the first things you learn about addiction is that it's not compassionate. It's not care. It's cruel. You have to stop enabling this. The $262 million budget going to the Joint Office of Homeless Services is being used. Stop wasting our money and please start being leaders. All right. Thank you. You you made your point emphatically clear. Thank you for being here and sharing your perspective. We do appreciate it. God, Wheeler's such a tool. And he's the best tool they have comparatively to what could have been. That's what you got. And you wonder why. I wonder why the Democrats are polling so bad. You got a Democrat in Los Angeles is like, ah, let's just stop counting the homeless. Again, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a, we'll have more about crime later. More about crime later. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Inflation, crime, jobs, economy. I always count inflation, jobs, economy, kind of all the same. But uh, you see where it's going now. Here's the world of reality that has zero to do with feelings and all to do with facts. And the feelings portion of the program is falling slowly but surely down the line. And what did I say? You know, everybody said, you know, the whole thing about Uvalde, which was just diabolical and vile. I said, here's here's the thing. We have a short attention span, very short attention span in this country. And because we have a short attention span, unless it happens the day before, And people are actually going to the polls at that point in time because it's hard now to get a sense of where things are going because you may vote like we get the opportunity to vote starting next week. So a month out. Well, what if something happens 10 days before the election, but I've already mailed everything in. So it's even hard at this point in time to gauge where the where the momentum is. But if I was if you were to ask me the mo, if you will, 
is definitely with the Republicans, at least at this moment. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Yesterday, uh, North Korea, our good allies, you know, solid allies. They're, they're allies. Been allies for a while, apparently, according to our vice president. Uh, they fired off another rocket because they're angry at the Sea of Japan. While the North has launched missiles over Japan in the past, the last time in 2017, no one has been injured. But there is always a risk of a missile landing short or malfunctioning and hitting Japan. So this is a clear decision by North Korea to ratchet up the pressure. Yep. In fact, it got to the point yesterday where I've seen videos of it flying over and the Japanese Japanese people are saying, eh, you guys might want to do something. It is the first time in five years that North Korea has fired a ballistic missile directly over Japan. Sirens wailed and TV and radios erupted with rare and urgent warnings to citizens in the north and on islands near Tokyo to seek shelter. Yeah. So uh, while they are apparently a close ally, uh, he doesn't seem to think so. And somebody else is stealing his fun and thunder. And that, of course, is the pooter. We're going to talk about Ukraine, what's going on there. The biggest story in the world, period. Case closed, end of story. But the ratcheting up now, uh, the, cra- the, the craziness and the chaos. And once again, the, the, the confirming that with a nuclear weapon, even a small arsenal, People will give you a lot more leeway than they would if he didn't have nuclear weapons. You think this crap would be going on? Hell no. Hell no. But he does. So people tolerate. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Also shows again why we can't let Iran get a nuclear weapon. Because if you think that guy's a madman, and what's going on in Iran right now as... uh, they continue to to be pressed by the students and the younger generation and even the older generation, male and female, that uh, change is needed, if you will. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go there and get a free bag of Rough Greens. Rarely do you say, hey, give me something free and it's worth anything. Because normally it's like, eh, here, here's something. Not with Rough Greens. You're going to get canine Vitasmart, the exact same thing I feed my dog Doodle who I saw early this morning as I wandered out to put on my shoes, cuddled up in his blanket, still alive, still happy, and I'm amazed. I don't know how old he is, but I will tell you this. He is past his sell-by date. K9 Vitasmart. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. We've been giving it to him for going on four years, and he is happy and healthy. And God bless him. Uh, he's cantankerous, but I love having the guy around. And I thank Dr. Dennis Black and, and Rough Greens for what it's done for him. Right now, get a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. She's a very outgoing, courteous person. And at one point, she kind of stepped on the chief justice. And she said, I'm sorry. And he said, no, 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 you go ahead. You can sense that this is a new justice that the other justices are going to welcome, just as you would welcome a great rookie on your team. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who's going to make the place better. And uh, whatever, whether you agree or disagree with her, she came in ready and ready to go. Yeah, she did. Uh, Miss Jackson, I am for real. Uh, very 
very active, uh, KBJ, in her first day on the job as they open up the old SCOTUS there, the 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 new season, if you will, on all the stuff that we're going to argue and fight about. Justice Jackson was in her seat at the end of the bench as the newest justice. She says remarkably active in her first oral argument as a rookie justice. She spoke more than 21 times just in the first case alone. She grilled an attorney challenging the Environmental Protection Agency's power under the Clean Water Act. Yeah, yeah, she was, uh, it was very, very interesting that what she did, uh, you know, uh, some of the stuff that they're going to be hearing is big, including affirmative action, which is, uh, and what they're going to look at is uh, white nation students are challenging affirmative action, saying uh, color of your skin, you know, racism is is what it feels like and looks like based on the color of your skin. And it's going to be interesting to see how this plays itself out. There's a couple other big ones on the docket. Uh, really, some really interesting stuff comes to the Internet. And uh, comes to, you know, the, another version of somebody, I heard somebody today, the, the, the candlestick maker and the cake, which is a web design company. It's like, why do I have to make a web page for a gay wedding or something? And so there's a lot of stuff that's going to be on the docket. And, you know, this is at a time when SCOTUS's uh, approval rating is down there. It's all-time low since we've ever had this. Because uh, the left has controlled the court for how long? And now, what, the right controls the court? I've always said this, Trump's greatest thing that he ever did, if you're a conservative at all, was the courts. All the other stuff, it, you know, it's just so much of it was noise and lost in the fights. But the courts themselves... It's a six to three. I mean, that, that's huge. If you're a conservative, you look at it in a way where you look at I'm looking and interpreting the Constitution this way. They're looking and interpreting the Constitution that way. That's that's how we're doing it. I'm an originalist. The way you look at it is much different than me. That being said, most cases, by the way, if you talk to, you know, constitutional professors and, and experts will say most cases are like eight to one, nine zero. We only hear about the big ones, and that's when it gets into it feels like uh, the interpretation becomes a, am I interpreting this the right way, or am I looking at this in a way that they meant it? And that's the battle that goes on. I'll be interested to see, because there's always a surprise or two that comes this way. And I have a feeling affirmative action is going to be tossed out. I just, I have, I have a good sense. I think most people look at this and go, yeah, it's probably going to happen. They're going to toss it out. Uh, because they're going to look and say, you know, because like, so an Asian kid shouldn't get into college over a black kid, even though their school their, their scores are higher, right? Maybe we sit back and ask the you know questions about, okay, so so what do we do from here? Is it how do we get it so the scores aren't being quote unquote equalized based on the tiebreaker goes to, and we're taking a white guy out of the equation and a white girl out of the equation. Because so much of this is about what took place at Harvard and a few of these other schools where the admissions are like, yeah, we got too many Asian kids. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of school, we're going to talk about it. Wait till you hear with this professor. Uh, <clears throat> what happened to said professor in New York? Because his classes were too hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not that he said anything crazy, but his classes. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Not a shocker. It's not going well for the pooter at all. Of course, last week he celebrated with his big party over the fact that, yes, we've annexed a bunch of land except for... Not quite sure where. Who is is this? Is this is this yours? Is this ours? I mean, it's not ours. But we 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 took it from you. Paid it and then we take it from you. We say it's ours, but then we run away. Ukraine seized thousands of square miles of territory since going on the offensive, pushing Russian troops back in the northeast and reclaiming parts of the eastern Donbass region, areas Putin illegally annexed on Friday. And amid all the setbacks, a stunning new admission from the Kremlin. They don't even know where the borders of their newly claimed lands are now. Yeah. It's ugly. Uh, and it's going to get uglier. And the potential, I mean, over the weekend, if you watch any of the Talking head shows, and I saw the highlights as best that I could, I had my little one, uh, we had big plans all weekend. So now if you guys are that, when you're four, you have big plans. This isn't something you're paying attention to. She was very excited about the other stuff that we were doing, uh, which was relaxing and watching funny shows that I had to watch with her. And that was more important to me as well. But this is something we all need to pay attention to. When you see generals who were hardened, who have seen war up close and personal, say one in four. 25% chance that he uses a nuclear device of some sort. You should think to yourself, well, this seems a little bit more. Well, this just seems a little bit more important than people are talking about. Yeah, it is. It's a lot more important than people are talking about. We're not talking about it. Maybe because we put our head in the sand and think, well, if we don't talk about it, it doesn't happen. That's not true. The pooter is in trouble. He knows it. I mean, you're starting to get now, you're hearing stories of his generals pushing back. Uh, that signing last week was a debacle. Looked like a hostage video. We're like, come on, smile, everybody. It reminded me of, uh, if you guys remember, the was it the first Gulf War, right? And uh, the Coalition of the Willing. And I just remember it was those... Americans and Brits and some other Europeans that were in the hotel that they kind of used as human shields and, and you know, there's Saddam with them and they're like, they're all, you know, they just look terrified, kind of look like that, right? And this is nuts. The question is, where do we go? Because A, we're already given a lot of help and we're not even pretending anymore. The Russians retreating from Leman over the weekend, a key transport and logistics hub. Captain Alexander led his men in the liberation of Leman. How do you account for this sudden turnaround? We've seen it in Kharkiv, now we're seeing it here in Donbass. He says it speaks to the bravery of our troops and the support of America and others. Yeah, of course. From what I heard and what I read several places is they had come up with a plan... And we took their plan and we took it and we said, no, no, you're not doing this. Is, this is a bad plan. <laughs> Here's the plan you guys should use. And we're not even pretending anymore at all. Now the question is, where do we go? Because depending on who you believe, our military intelligence is saying, no, it's not a nuclear convoy. Other intelligence officers around the world saying, that's a nuclear convoy. 
And, of course, you always bring up, well, what do we do? How do we negotiate? After that stunning announcement by Putin that he was claiming whole regions of Ukraine as now part of Russia, President Zelensky signing a presidential decree declaring the impossibility of holding any kind of negotiations with Russia's president, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. If I'm running this at this point in time, and they don't let me do that, if I am, again, they, they're not allowing me to do this. I have one person who's a back channel, and I go straight to G, and uh, what's the name, Modi over there in India, and a few others, and say, all right, here's the deal, guys, okay? I want everybody to understand this. You're with us if he does something stupid, or we'll see your quietness as a, we're okay with that. And that means you're against us. Is this what we want to do? Are you really willing to be in a position where you're okay with destroying the globe potentially? Because a madman is trying to solidify himself in history as the next Alexander the Great, and he's not even Alexander the half-ass. So ask yourself, do you want to hitch your ride to that pony for good. Because you're going to find out that's an anchor. Just putting it out there. Put it in their court. Make them push harder at him. Make them. And there is no retirement plan for dictators, right? There's no 401k unless you're Edie on. I think I, if you were to ask me, has any of them ever just gone off into the sunset? I think Edie Amin was about the only one. Right? Outside of that, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the way it usually ends is they're dead. Period. Case closed. And it's going to get weirder and weirder. And the potential, I mean, we're talking Cuban Missile Crisis. The Cold War was scary because of unknowns. The reality is we know the known. Putin's political uh, political uh, strategy is to hold these four areas. And in doing so, he has strung out his military, made them vulnerable to the Ukrainians. So in a sense, what the military ought to be doing is falling back, consolidating on defensive positions. But his political strategy is undermining his military strategy. Yeah, he's never played risk. He just doesn't understand it. He doesn't have the military, he doesn't have the might, and he doesn't have the soldiers who have the want. Which is what one thing that the Ukrainians had even before the rest of the stuff arrived was they had the want, they had the will. One of their big rappers or somebody uh, that was a uh, musician in Russia who was conscripted, threw himself off a, uh, uh, like a apartment building. Because he didn't want to kill Ukrainians and he didn't want to die for, for a war he didn't believe in. They can't hide it now. So the worry is, what's his desperation going to cause him to do? And I don't know. Mike Lyons talked about it, too, when he talks about the military, right? There's a perfect example of taking a town is easy. Holding it is 10 times harder. And they can't hold anything. They can't even hold a cup of water at this point. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. You can text the program. I love hearing from every single one of you. I try to get back to you as much as possible. 
Uh, it's not always easy, kids. I'll tell you that right now. It's not always easy, but uh, we do our best. This is uh, just, just, just for a little fun. Just for, We're going to do a comparison here. I don't know what gas is like where you are. For a good portion of the country, gas is sitting really nice, right, in some areas. It is. My uh, on-air partner for my afternoon show, he was in Texas, and he's like, it's 288 in Texas. I paid 529 yesterday, and that sucks. It's been pretty pretty uh, uh, steadfast, which has been on taking every every step to ensure markets are sufficiently supplied uh, to meet demand for a growing uh, glo- glo- growing e- global economy. Uh, and thanks to our efforts, we have seen some energy prices have declined sharply uh, from their highs, and American consumers are paying far less at the pump. Well, OPEC's getting ready to, looks like, uh, <clears throat> raise prices, and they do that by cutting output. It's now over $90 again, and uh, because of the recession fears and things of that nature, they're going to start slowing, you know, the the amount that they're pumping, and that is OPEC+. Plus. So you heard that because of all the amazing efforts, everybody's paying less at the pump, and it's just continuing to fall. The price of gas nationally rising for a third consecutive week, up seven cents since last week to three seventy-eight a gallon. The biggest increase in California, where the average price of gas rose nearly sixty cents in just the past week to six dollars twenty-one cents a gallon. By that measure, drivers along the Gulf Coast are getting a bargain. Gas selling there for three oh eight a gallon—that's actually down close to four cents from last week. Yeah, and the difference between California, because that's where the refineries are, and the Southeast. It's a perfect example. We haven't built a refinery since the 70s. Two were offline scheduled. Two were offline unscheduled. They are at their lowest levels ever when it comes to inventory. And it just shows you the difference, though, of building a monopoly, which is what California is allowed to have happen there, is the average price per barrel of oil as far as what they make off of for refining compared to the southeast it's about between six and ten bucks in the southeast it's about a hundred because they built a monopoly and so enjoy the prices i do not three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad Benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program uh love hearing from you we're gonna we come back we want to talk about this professor touched on earlier in New York, the person that they said is the man who, for all intents and purposes, is the father of organic chemistry and what NYU has done to him, which is shameful, shameful. 323-538-2423. Raycon, best earbuds around. You go grab a podcast. You're like, I don't know, Chad's podcast. Chad's podcast sounds interesting. I want to get it. You go and you're like, all right, so I'm going to listen to the podcast. Oh, man, these, these earbuds suck. Bring Raycon's. Half the price of other earbuds, eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, the best fit around, three different sound modes. You've got the, the normal mode, isolation mode, and awareness mode. Awareness mode is you hear stuff going around on outside, all of that stuff, but you also hear your music, your podcast clearly. Isolation is you don't hear anything but whatever it is you're focusing on. It's delicious. You will love these. They feel amazing. The fit is second to none which I think separates everything when it comes to listenability for anything. If that fit is great, this is going to be amazing. Guess what? The fit is the best. 
They're called Raycon. Save 15%. BuyRaycon.com slash Chad. BuyRaycon.com slash Chad. BuyRaycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. We've got a visitor on the field here. Can we rewind that? Eli, can you do the tablet on this uh, streaker on the field? That was uh, Eli and Peyton's version of Monday Night Football last night. So, you know, ESPN is the regular one. You could watch uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Still a little weird hearing them over there on ESPN. And then on uh, ESPN2, you have... Eli and Peyton, and they bring everybody on from the NFL. They're old friends, this, that, and the other, and they all comment on the game and have fun. Guy runs on the field last night with a pink canister, and it's like fog, and it's going everywhere. And, uh, of course, ESPN's like, no, you guys can't do that. We're ESPN. We don't show that. But a, a, nice, a nice hit, though, right? It was a nice legal hit. Uh yeah, I thought we could show that. Yeah, I understand. I think we could. You know, yeah, they don't want to talk about it. I understand it. the A team couldn't show it, but the B team, like, we should be able to show that. Yeah, and they're like, we're the B team. We should be able to show that. It's funny. Well, guess what? They let the B team show it, and they critiqued it. Because if you didn't see it, let's just say that if the guy thought he was going to score a touchdown, uh, no. I think that's why. why here you go. Hey, oh, yeah. There he is. This. There he is. Not, yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner, Bobby. a veteran, right? Get him down. Now get out and tackle. let these guys take over. Oh. Yeah, Bobby Wagner laid him out, and it goes back to something that happened way back in the day. Colts legend Mike Curtis, uh, back in the day, also I believe it was a Monday Night Football game, uh, was not happy by a fan who wanted to take the ball. We're winning. Our momentum is significantly better than Miami's. And here comes... Mr. Fan, who wants to join in the momentum. Oh, I don't know what he's, but anyway, he was smashed. So he comes running out on the field. Great lark. Picks up the ball. When I saw him pick it up, I immediately ran over there and knocked him down. Not to hurt him, but to knock him down, get the ball back, get in the game, get rid of his rear end. (laughs) If you've not seen that, too. Man, he lays that guy out, and that guy's laughing. She's laying on the ground. He's laughing. That guy got lit up. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We talked about it earlier and a couple times throughout the show. And if you missed any of it, grab the podcast. We go in more detail. But I just this is scary. You know, as we talk about college, school, education, things that matter. NYU students who were failing organic chemistry, well, they wrote the dean and said, This isn't very nice. This Maitland Jones Jr. is a he's a meanie because this stuff is too hard. Meh. Wait, what? Not not everybody. Just about 90 of his 350 students signed a petition. But it was enough to make the dean do something that you don't do, allow them to drop classes retroactively, to do things like that. But what is organic chemistry? I don't know. It's maybe the most important thing when it comes to becoming a doctor. And unlike the woke wackiness of the world where everybody's terrified, This is something that has been going on for a while when it comes to medical schools, where they're being challenged by these kids about, oh, a man can have a baby. We're looking at the actual real science here, and that's not true. You know, we're looking at, unlike the woke wackiness, this has to do with reality. Like, there's no, you didn't like his class because you were failing. 
you didn't like his class because many people who were on their way to med school say this is the hardest thing you will do. How good is it the, at this? Uh, Jones said, professor, they call him the king, the father of, of modern organic chemistry. His 1,300-page book, if you will, is still in its print, its fifth print. He did everything to he could in his power to help the kids who, he said, they don't know how to study. They don't understand anything. It's like they, they, they COVID hit, and then they, they essentially, I'll say it for them, they got stupid. They got themselves stupid. Why? Well, I caught a, I caught a, I caught a, some of the stupid. He said they don't know how to study. They don't know how to, to, to interact. He even went so far as to pay $5,000 of his own money to make videos to help him, I mean, to help them along the way, and still they decided to get rid of him. His colleagues are not having it. They're not. He said, first of all, they weren't even coming to class because I can count the house. They weren't watching the videos. They weren't able to answer any of the questions. He goes, there are, they could choose between two sections, one focused on problem solving, the other in traditional lectures. He said, both of them, none of them had an idea what was going on. And he tried to push it off to COVID and try, he tried to be nice about it. He tried. But I'm sorry, these people are horrible. This is ridiculous. One person, Dr. Uh, Kirschenbaum, said uh, he worried about any effort to reduce the course's demands, noting that the most students in organic chemistry want to be doctors. Unless you appreciate these transformations at the molecular level, he said, I don't think you can be a good physician, and I don't want you treating patients. We said it earlier. There are some things you do not do and cut corners with. Airline pilots, right? Doctors. Things of that nature. We've done enough. Let's not do this. Touch a a bit about this uh, more tomorrow. It's Taco Tuesday. You guys have a great rest of your day. Uh, Very excited about Taco Tuesday because it's also National Taco Day. So you know what that means, kids. Go get yourself some tacos and taco it up. As always, night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.